Hello everyone, and it is time for another exciting podcast on the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's a real shit show. 100%. I think this is episode 13. 13. Lucky 13 to all the wogs out there. You know, um, in some cultures, 13 is an unlucky number. I've heard that, but being a wog, I only know it is because that's how many people were at the Last Supper. 13 people. What are, you, what are you talking about? The Last Supper, like you know, with Jesus and all that. No, I, I am like, <laughs> I don't know anything about that, so you have to inform okay, me. Okay, so at the, <laughs> Jesus had twelve disciples, mm-hmm. and at the Last Supper, he had yes. Jesus, yes, the guy, the man, yeah, the, the myth, dude, the legend, El Duderino, and his twelve disciples. So at the Last Supper, there was thirteen people. Okay, and that's why Wogs. How did Asians get thirteen as an unlucky number? Well, Jesus was a man, and mm-hmm. what happened was... <laughs> I don't think that his fault... I don't, no, no, I don't know. Inform me. Inform I don't know. I just Make know the, it up, I just then. know the Wog's Jesus one. I don't know. Maybe Buddha also had 13 pots, and he sat next to them, and they couldn't tell the difference. I don't... Oh, okay. <laughs> He's um, already looking it up. This is not how this podcast works. No, no, no. no I'm, not, I'm not looking up anything. I, I'd like to introduce... We do have a... This is this is exciting. This is very very exciting for the studio. For the studio, we actually have a live studio audience <laughs> of one one person, and we will sell tickets. Ten, yeah, I think ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, for the next show. Yeah, so they can they can come sit on the lovely couch. Lovely couch. Jess, tell us how lovely the couch is. It's pretty shit. <laughs> no, comfort wise, not. Not it's a it's a couch in a garage and it's falling apart. But comfort wise, studio, studio. Yeah, it's, it's soft. It's enjoyable. Yeah, oh, I could sleep on it. You could sleep on it. How's the leg room? Plenty. Plenty. It's a nice L shape. Yeah, it you is an L shape. It it is an L shape. I oh, think I can. I can. Uh, hopefully, we can hear you. Otherwise, we'll just make it up. Yeah. I'll put on a Jess impersonation. <laughs> Hello there, everybody. Oh, My name is stop, Jess. Stop turning me on so much, <laughs> Kieran. Ooh. Oh. By the way, I've got a movie review. Oh, okay. I right. have a movie review, but that will come up later. That's right. In the podcast. That's right. Which is very, very, <laughs> very, very exciting. Um, but it, it was recently Valentine's Day. It was. Yeah. And uh, I think I watched uh, the Grand Tour. Yeah. So that was good. Well done. Thank we'll you. Do, we'll do the movie review later on, I think. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. I'm still looking up why 13's an unlucky number. Oh, that's I right. have not got that far. You got it? Oh, Jess, oh. get on the mic. Get on the mic here. Yeah, when come, you're come to the microphone. That's right. We'll just edit this bit. Okay. So, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Same reason. <laughs> <laughs> that the wogs think that it's lucky <laughs> is the reason people think it's unlucky because it was the Last Supper, I guess. Yeah, that's and Jesus true. died pretty much straight after that. So, um, and then it's all got to do with religion. The Last Supper, or the crucifixion occurred on the thirteenth. A lot of biblical references to the number thirteen aren't positive. So, uh, there you go. There I don't you know go. why Asians do. I don't know. Thank you, Jess. Fact check. No, that's why I wanted to know. Why? Why do? Why do the Asian cultures not oh. like it? What? Oh, thanks, Jess. I'm glad we've got a Googler. <laughs> this is the worst idea. The no, she's a. You know, sit down, Jess. Uh, she's uh, a well, fact I read that first Google. <laughs> uh, why do Asians squat? I think. I don't know. Have you ever used this is the worst start to an episode. <laughs> but have you ever used a squat toilet? No. It is a different experience, okay. I can tell you that much. This is another trip to Vietnam. 
yes. Okay. Um, and especially if you've got to do a number two, you know, on a train that's rocking about, I can tell you, shit goes everywhere. Oh, it's disgusting. Well, while well, while Jess looks that up, she'll come back to us. I'm sure she will. She will continue to investigate her high I've, I've investigative got... <laughs> journalism skills. <laughs> Top notch. She's nodded in agreement. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. There you go. Four? Yeah. I thought no, it was I thought 13. F- uh, that's all right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll get to this soon. We'll get to this soon. Everyone's tuned out now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been five minutes and nothing yeah. has happened on this podcast. <laughs> My so- rant is why doesn't Jess know <laughs> my 13 is an unlucky number. Oh, because... Okay. And I could have got this all wrong because it could be four. I don't... I don't anyway. <laughs> it's four. It's four. Oh, well, speaking of four... Do I have a rant for you? Rant to fall out of words. So here we go. Just like some other words I want to say right now. Nice segue. <laughs> Thank you so much. What are, what are, what are the other words? Oh, cunt and fuck. <laughs> and dogs. Um, so I've got a bit of a rant here. And it's a real big issue that I think you, Kieran, will really appreciate more than anything else because it's mm-hmm. to deal with food. Oh, oh, yes. See, see, I got your attention now. Mm-hmm. So, nobody go out, you go out uh, with some mates, sexy lady, mm-hmm. uh, by yourself. It, do- it doesn't matter. You go out and you're like, you know what I want? I'm going to have some beers and I'm yep. going to get myself mm-hmm. delicious hamburger. Oh, yeah. You know, going to have on there, it's going to get... You go up there and you have a look at the menu and all these burgers are on the menu. It's always nice, a big beef patty. Maybe two. Maybe you'll get two beef patties. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get... Some cheese. Ooh, You're definitely going to get some bacon. Now, the cheese, I learned from yeah. Gordon Ramsay, is that the cheese has to be put on the bun. Yeah. Oh, not the bun, sorry. The burger. Yeah, so it melts. The burger, so it melts. melts. Yeah. And how we're yeah, talking. See? And then you put the bacon on top of that, so the cheese melts onto the bacon too. And do you um, caramelise the bacon? Ooh, oh, lovely. You've got to caramelise the bacon. You've got to caramelise the onions. you put the caramelised onions on oh. there. But that's what, on the menu, you can see it. You can see it all there on the menu. Oh, yeah. And you can see it, and it's getting really close. And you're like, oh, I'm going to order this burger. It's got like, you know, some people like their barbecue sauce. Some people like their spicy sauce, the jalapenos. And you put it all on. And you're like, yes, this is the burger. And you order it and you're excited and you're drinking your beer while you wait for this burger. And you're, like, and you're getting hungrier and hungrier while you are eating KFC at the moment. I'm not eating KFC. <laughs> Shut up, that's a sponsor. We'll get this and as And as that... Uh, and, the anticipation builds. The anticipation. <laughs> the anticipation builds for your burger because you've been drinking and you're hungry and you're waiting to go. And you're sitting there and then the burger finally arrives at your table. Oh yeah. And it's too tall. Oh. <laughs> this, no, ho- no. this whole time you're waiting for a burger and you're like, I'm gonna put the whole burger in my mouth. I'm gonna get every single part of the burger in my mouth. All the tasty bits: the cheese, the mayo, the onion, the the salad. The, the cucumber and the beef patty and the and the piece of... And they've got and the, the stick of, in it and the stick holds the burger and up. So take, and then you try to take a bite and everything just comes flopping out the, the side. It or flops you can't, out. It or, flops out like there's you no tomorrow. To, you try to take a bite of it and you can't fit all of it in your mouth. So you have to tie the top bit did I just, and then the bottom bit and you you're like, say, this is ridiculous. You did you just say you can't fit it all in your mouth? No, like you want bite because it's too tall. It's too tall, so you can't fit it in your mouth. I've never had a tall penis in my life, no. <laughs> Wide, girthy, uh, 
Yes. No, Tall. Just, just wanted, I, just I don't think you put penises in that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. 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 Yeah, Fact no. check. I. I. I hear you. I hear. Oh. I. Um. I agree. I was actually, you know, a number of years ago, one of my first jobs, and I was working with a family, and the family were like, "Oh, we're going to go out to this to this sort of like cafe restaurant thing, no, nothing upmarket," and I was like, "Oh, do I order a burger or do I not order order a burger? Because it's uh, it's going to it's going to come out too tall." There's going to be too much and I'm going to make a mess. And yeah, they, and that's the thing. And they don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, I still don't know who they are. They've given me a job. Anyway, their husband, the, the, he, he orders the burger. So I was like, fuck it. If he's ordering the, the burger, burger yeah. I can order the burger. Yeah. So I order the burger. Perfect. Right. And then the burger comes and I'm like, oh, do I use my knife and fork? Because there's no way I can, you know, pick this burger Oh, but that defeats the whole and, purpose of a burger. If you have to get it. a burger and have to cut it in half, yeah. for me, that's like, you know, going, you know what? I want my steak well done. Yeah. Like you've just ruined you've ruined the the meal. Maybe they should just provide two burgers, you know? What too many burgers? like sliders. <laughs> no, not sliders. No, no. Rather than big burger, you just get two burgers. But that but I want a, just a normal sized burger. Well, I don't want I don't want this I don't want it to be a challenge to eat a piece of food that's not even living. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know what you mean there. It's ready to go. It should just come out should be ready to go. Because then like I said, if you cut it in half, it's fucked. The, the burger is ruined. The tastes have gone. The essence, the heat, the the, the beautiful... The spices. Oh, it's just ruined. And then, like you said, get it all over your fucking hands. Mm-hmm. It's all... You got all the uh, the sauce. And they the, never give you enough napkins. Never give you enough napkins. Never. And then you're there holding your hands up going, I can't touch myself and I can't even get my beer because I'll get shit all over my beer. And then plus, the, you know, the waitresses in Australia or, or waiters, you know, they don't work for tips, so it's terrible service. Mm. It's just a it's And then you have to nightmare. walk to the bathroom like an idiot with your hands in the air so you don't touch anything. And then you're trying to open up the door to the, the bathroom to open, you know, without your hands. Cause this is a podcast. Your... I can't see your action oh, there. Yeah, I know, because you're trying to open up the door <laughs> and you have to use your elbow, you know. Oh, it's just, it's just a... Shut up, Jess. <laughs> it's just a calamity of all sorts of bad things. So my that is a big word, calamity. Thank you, and I've already had a couple of. I've already had a beer. <laughs> but that's my issue. That's my rant today. Two taller burgers. I think that it's look. I appreciate them. I can understand what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but I think there's a time and place, and I think that at a restaurant, mm-hmm. in front of people, especially after a couple of beers. You just want a burger that's just the right size. Now, steak sandwich. Steak sandwich. I am a fan of the steak sandwich. Oh, me too. And I think they're a safe bet. They are a safe bet. Because they're always a good size. But you don't want size. it well done. And they, for yeah, some yeah. reason, seem to come out well done. Yeah. It's like getting a BLT, like a proper BLT. Bacon, bacon lettuce, tomato. Yeah, that's right. They're, mm. they're always a safe bet because, you know, it might, the bacon might be a little greasy. That's okay, it's, especially in the morning. Mm. But it's going to be a good size. Mm-hmm. And you can always comfortably eat it. There's no real too much mess. Do you know what I don't like with burgers? If they don't actually grill the burger bun. Because mm. otherwise, all that, that, that uh, mayonnaise or the juices soak into the bun. Mm. And then the bun gets really wet and then it's terrible. I, I don't mind if the if the bun is fresh, like really fresh anyway. Oh, there's no mind. fresh buns. That's a oh, lie. Oh, come on. You're giving, now, now you're just being unfair to all the, the owners of, of uh, I, burger places. I, I challenge like, them. I challenge them to provide me with a burger with a fresh bun. What, what, you just want a fresh bun then? <laughs> No, I want a free burger. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, did I tell you my new job title? Oh, please. <laughs> How ridiculous can we get? Oh, we all know that I went to Vietnam uh, uh, a few weeks ago. Correct. Right? 
anyway, the magazine's being start is starting up, and it's called My Vietnam Now. Can we get an ad in it? Pardon? Can we get an ad in it? <laughs> I don't see why not oh, because right. because I self um, I self promoted myself. Uh, you self promoted yourself. Yeah, I've got a small. What st- a wanker! <laughs> I've, I've got a small stake in this in this magazine, and it's it's um public How's publication. It and you are looking at right now the food and beverage chairman oh, God. for the My Vietnam Now magazine. You're just trying to keep up with Mr. Bugis. Which is going to be, at the moment, this year there's going to be two targets. There's going to be uh, one that comes out in a few months' time. And then there's going to be one at the end of the year. The next year there's going to be four. Anyway, apparently it's my job, which I've now given to Diane because she actually lives in um, Vietnam yeah. at the moment. She's got a number of restaurants that she's got to review. It's all biased because it's all you know people who know people that are going to be in the magazine. But I am the food and beverage chairman, and chairman. I am responsible for providing the top five restaurants in Vietnam. Chosen by Diane. No, well, that'll be sponsored. Approved, <laughs> approved, by, approved by me. <laughs> what, a, what a deal. Uh, I know. So that means next time I go to Vietnam, all these people will want to get into this magazine. Because yeah. no one's doing a magazine like this. And uh, they will have to get through me. And obviously, I'm going to have to have a free feed. And dining experience. Well, see, now you've got a, another prerequisite into your uh, what you're looking for at a restaurant. What's that? Not too tall a burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they had burgers in Vietnam, I'd be very, very happy. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So, guy, guy, uh, people in Vietnam, restaurant tours in Vietnam, burger. What a burger. So, what there you go. Food and beverage chairman. You're well welcome. Well done. You're also the food and be- uh, beverage chairman of the We Only Do One Take podcast. Yeah, that's right. Whereas I'm everything else. <laughs> <laughs> what other titles do you have? Audio engineer, yep. uh, guest organizer. Most oh, no, uh, no, no, no one cares about that. <laughs> These are boring ones. Uh, well, speaking so of... You're looking at the director of content Ugh. for the We Only Do One Take podcast. And of course, I send it down the chain of command. Of course, of That's course. Right. And speaking of content, what news CEO, article have you got today? CEO <laughs> of We Only Do One Take podcast as well. Thank you. Yes. Lovely, lovely. That's... So, speaking of content, what have you got for us today, Kieran? What's been happening in the news? What sort of fun, exciting, sexy stories have you got for us? today while you busily look at your phone grandmother discovers she's been growing cannabis by accident <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you know what what already after i've got grandparents i've got a nonna yeah. i've got a nonno he owns he owns a garden big yeah. garden yeah. he knows everything in that garden mm-hmm. if it was if he was growing cannabis he would know about it. And not only that, it would be the finest cannabis, <laughs> fresh, organic, no pesticides, no, but beautiful. Straight from the garden. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Um, the only problem is that she didn't know it until she contacted a BBC gardening show for help <laughs> with identifying the mysterious plant. The 65-year-old person emailed the Potting Shed program with a picture of the cannabis, but she received a reply saying it had been forwarded to the police. (laughs) She was told by the police to compost it, take it to the police station, or drop it off at a recycling centre. She said it was very small at first, about the size of a petunia. I think that's right, petunia. Well done. One take. With only four leaves, but I watched it grow until it was as tall as me. As it got bigger and bigger, I got nervous because it was starting to look a bit suspicious, so I decided to contact (laughs) the potting shed for help. They instantly confirmed that it was cannabis, and they gave me all sorts of advice on how to dispose of it. The police got back in touch with the lady and let, let let them know that it did look like cannabis, but they wouldn't be pressing charges. Oh, that's nice, though. I know. Overall, a lovely story. No, it's really good. I mean, like, I, I know some of the cops around, around... Oh, someone think it grew from hemp seed 
from what? Uh, from a uh, from a seed or whatever. Yeah. Um, Patricia thinks it grew from a hemp seed, which came from a twenty-five kilo bag of RSPB bird feed. Oh wow! I didn't know they put hemp seed in in bird seed. No, neither, neither do I. There you go. That, uh, Sorry, I thought I read that as twenty-five kilos. That's some really high birds. <laughs> marijuana. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty impressive. Like. I know a few cops around here, and I've been dealing with some of that sort of stuff recently. Mm-hmm. And for them just to go... And I hope the What's Any Bugle is listening, because as I turned, came up here, the police were at Subway. That's good. Watsonia. That's right. We have a Subway in Watsonia. Oh, almost as good as Phillip Island. The police were there. So... But, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty impressed that they just went, you know, just dispose of it. They've just asked her to dispose of it. Because this... Couldn't this be the greatest decoy ever? Right, so she's grown this marijuana, mm-hmm. and where were her grandkids? Her grandkids did not spend enough time with her. They should have known what it is, yeah, and then they should have just exploited. Yeah, it. let's see. She, but she grew this marijuana. To, maybe this, she's like, you know, we were talking before, like, you know, oh, if you don't think it's going to be, um, like we're talking about the other article, what was the the one about the the book banning the book, and now mm. the kids have to read the book. Mm. Maybe this is the same sort of thing. It's like, oh. Oh, we'll hand in this little bit of marijuana. She's very proud of growing, rah, rah, rah. And this is all to distract from some giant. It's like, row what, my, house it's down like the road. what my father does with the wine. My brother doesn't know this, and my brother doesn't listen to the podcast, so we're fine. Excellent. My dad has. Get him on the show. Two. Oh, I'm going to get my brother on the show. He's got two, two like, I'm not going to call them cellars, but wine storages. Yeah. So my brother knows about one, which has generally got the average wine plus a few bottles of some very nice wine. And. My brother, when he comes over, generally takes bottles of wine, so that's all good. But he doesn't know that my dad's got the second storage, which is deliberate, mm. which is where all the top shelf wine is kept. So my brother thinks he's only got a few, and then some average wine that he drinks like every night. Oh, that's pretty. That's a pretty good idea. See, clever, clever. But you, on the other hand, know about both. Absolutely. So what makes you better than him? I'm not an idiot. Well. <laughs> That's very subjective. For the start of this, this show, and you're, we're number you're 13. Looking, you're looking at, at Dr. Kieran here. Look, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, just because you... Technically haven't graduated yet. So technically called, haven't graduated, number title, one. Yeah. But two, just because you have a DR at the front of your name doesn't mean you're smart. I've been a lot of smart doctors, and I'm like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah, but I know where the wine is. He doesn't, so well, he is an idiot. One, he is an Kieran idiot. one, chicken three still. What can I say? <laughs> Oh, you think I'm an idiot? Oh, only when you've been drinking. <laughs> Hang on, Jess. Do you think I'm an idiot? No. Oh, <laughs> that you, is Jess. it. <laughs> that is the nicest <laughs> no you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> and that's all I need. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I got actually a comment on our Facebook page, and I know you really? don't check it. <laughs> Hang on, hey, what are um? We actually got a comment. We actually got a comment. Do we know this person? Yes. It was actually a former guest. Does it count? Yeah, of course it All does. Right, okay. Of course right. it does. So our former guest, Damien, mm-hmm. commented on it. Because one thing that he realized on a previous episode yes. is that... Is this feedback? It's feedback. I don't think I can handle feedback. Yeah, I know. Because we I'm are perfect. You know, we great. only do one take. I know. So what he said was that he's looking forward... Well, we need suspense music right here. He was looking forward. (laughs) 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 That that was, hey, 
Stop backseat driving this <laughs> podcast, Jess. I told you, if you wanted a microphone, you could have had one. But nonetheless, what he said was that he was waiting for... Mm-hmm. We promised, mm-hmm. or we sort of stated, I don't know if mm-hmm. we promised, but we said it, mm-hmm. that we'll be doing a Valentine's Day episode. Yes. And then we didn't. Okay. So, and so no, now I feel no. like he's a bit disappointed. To be, to be fair, um, we didn't specify what year the Valentine's episode would come on. That's true. That's true. But nonetheless... It's like when I lose bets and I say, I bet you a million dollars. Yeah. And then I lose it. And then I go, but I didn't specify what currency. No, dollars implies either US, Australian or New Zealand. No, no, it doesn't. It kind of does. (laughs) That's the the dollar. Not to the people that I have uh, betted. There's only one person. Betted? (laughs) (laughs) Well, nonetheless... I bought- you leave my <laughs> English out of this. Yeah, got new Dr. Kieran. So what I've got here, <laughs> what I've got here is a Valentine's Day story. No I thought way. it's lovely. Yep. It's beautiful. And um, I thought I'd read it to you because it's uh, something that, it's something nice. This Valentine's story is brought to you by the KFC, KFC Mill Box. You could get a delicious original recipe chicken burger. With some kind of chicken thing that's got there. Stuff, you know, the skin and the, the what do you call it? The crispy skin. Delicious. Oh, the stuffing? No, no not the stuffing. All the right. crispy skin. I think Jess took a photo of me. And chips and gravy. And you also get a straw and a napkin and oh. some wipes. Oh, you get a spoon as well. That's more napkins than you get when you get a giant burger. I, when you get I a tall know, bur- right? Too tall a burger. And you get a drink. And it only costs something like $12. So... There you go. Thanks to KFC Finger Looking Good. And get them while you can because there's a uh, chicken sto- shortage at the I moment at KFC. I heard this in England. Mm. I didn't actually... Do you have that story? Well, I don't, but I have this story about a Valentine's Day that I've been trying to get to for the last couple of minutes. Uh, we just had to do a sponsorship. We, sorry. Sorry. Church, you know, how, you know how we survive on no money on this show. <laughs> And so we need sponsors. And yet no one's actually paid us, but I figure if we keep doing it, we'll be right. they'll hear how good we are and we'll yep. eventually get, you know, some, some paid some paid sponsorship. So um, that was the KFC Millbox Finger Looking Good. Bringing you this Valentine's Day <laughs> story. So this guy thought to himself, I'm going to buy my girlfriend some tickets to see a band. Okay. What Ex- band? Exciting. And... For fifty three dollars, for both tickets, pounds or dollars? Well, it's been converted. Okay, fifty three Australian dollars. Yep. For both tickets, he bought them tickets to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers for fifty three buckaroos. Fifty three buckaroos. No way. Only thing was, uh, he's in England. Yeah. And he had to go up to Northern Ireland, which is Belfast. Belfast, Northern Ireland, from memory. Is that right? Yep. Nailed it. See. Oh, yep. study. So they. Got- hang on, hang on a second. How Irish are you? She went there. It's not valid. She went there. I was there with Jesus. Yep. Okay. So. <laughs> so. We'll get Noel back on to confirm well, Yeah, that's yep. right. That's right. We've got we're tomorrow. So so he's like, honey, we're going to go up to uh, Belfast mm-hmm. from England. Belfast. We'll catch a train. We're going to go up there. We're going to go see one of your favorite bands, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've got some stellar seats. Like even $53 for both tickets that were like row Q from memory. Which is really good. I mean, that's... So closer to Z. Yeah, yeah, but like... But in an arena. In an like, arena, then it, goes, then it goes like Z, then it goes A, yeah, A, yeah. B, B, yeah, C, exactly C. Right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So it's, you know, 
And he's like, oh, this so is great. pretty good seats. Really good at $53. Well, it's everyone's stands. But still, it's still good. It turns into a mosh pit. Still good. So they get there. They fly out. They get there. I think I said they took a bus, but they said they flew out there. Really excited. They get there. Lo and behold, something was amiss. Uh-oh. What was wrong, Kieran? You don't want to know what was wrong? Oh, I want to guess. You want to have a guess? I want to guess. Okay. This guess is brought to you by <laughs> Bowmore Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. It's a small batch. Bourbon is... <laughs> Cast matured. Um, I think <laughs> it's small batch. <laughs> I think he went up on the wrong the wrong day. Up on the wrong day. Up on the wrong day. That's a good guess. No, that's a good guess. Have another guess. One more. One more. All right. Um, was that one right? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think. Uh, red hot chili peppers. It was a chili eating pepper competition. Ooh, something a bit closer. No, instead, he actually bought tickets to the Red Hot Chili Pipers, which is, as I stayed here. <laughs> oh, it's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he'd flown over to see the world's best bagpipe band. <laughs> So they flew all the way there and... Because, uh, you know, the first alarm bell that rings that just when you're saying that, Red Hot Chili Peppers for $53 yeah, a ticket yeah. is a little bit like... I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what he thought. He thought this is an amazing deal. It must be like the last minute sort of thing because it was only around the corner just before Valentine's Day. He thought, you know what? I'm going to pick them up. They flew all the way there. They and- flew. Yeah, they flew oh. there. Excited, this and that, for Valentine's Day. Excited. What happens? Red Hot Chili Pipers. But apparently, I've actually listened to the Red Hot Chili Pipers because Jess, when she came back from from Ireland, actually said, you've got to check out this band called the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Really? And they're a great... They play, like, some modern... They play, like, you know, classic stuff, like, classical bagpipes. But then they play modern... Maybe they could come onto the show, but we do, like, a Skype thing. Yeah. So, there's us here... Yeah, they're pretty famous. They're pretty. They're pretty big. Well, I haven't heard of them, so they're not famous. <laughs> they haven't heard of us, but so they got, it's good. It's what's the problem? But they play like modern songs too, so I reckon you should check them out. So everyone, check out the Red Hot Chili Pipers if you think the bagpipes are fun and looking for some really cool songs uh, played on bagpipes. Check them out. Uh, unfortunately, this gentleman here, I mean, his girlfriend took it, you know, had a bit of fun with it, and they did enjoy the show and stuff like that. But the best thing was at the end here, they said that. Um, the, the people from the advertising campaign said, we are always extremely careful in all advertising. We've ma- been made sure to put kilts and bagpipes on all the pictures. We were never trying to pass ourselves off as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We respect them too much. It's pretty good. That's a, I think that's a really good Valentine's Day story because I feel like that's something that I would do. Mm. Like, you know... I'd, oh, that's I'd, a mistake I would make. Yeah, it's like uh, Jess and I would go out for to see a gig. It's yeah. like, oh, we're going to go see, you know... You know, we're going to go see this band. It's like a completely different band. It's like one letter different yeah. or something like that. We'll still have a just a good it's, time. It's like the band Baba. Yeah. Versus Abba. Yeah. I mean Abba. Subtle difference. Subtle difference. Jess, but- I've got $22 tickets to Abba <laughs> and it comes with dinner. <laughs> what, what the fuck, Anthony? They're not even together anymore. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? The comedy festival is coming up, right? That reminded me of something. Yeah. And-, and we have a show? You did it! You booked it in! No, no, we uh. don't have a show. No, they've closed. We'll have to wait till next year. Uh. Well, in October or something like that, we'll have to put in an application. Uh, but we'll do it. Hmm. Um, I've actually got a really cool... Actually, I've got a story for you. you got a story for us. Actually, I've got two things. Hang on. So, hear me out. Um, 
What was I saying? You got a story for us? <laughs> no, before the story. <laughs> Comedy festival. Comedy festival. Yes, there's a really good thing. It's called the Faulty Towers Dining Experience. Yeah. Sorry. Have you seen Faulty Towers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do the dining experience. Well, that would be terrible. No, it's brilliant. No, because have you seen the show? <laughs> I have seen the show. And it's like you're in the show having dinner and then it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So you've done it? I've done it. Well, the why, why food should... was terrible. But the experience... Wait my, a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back a second. How was the leg room? Well, we were in the middle table of the restaurant. Yeah. And what would you give it out of 10? And, well, see, this is the thing. No, no, no. I just need a number. No, no. I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> um, My brother, who's now his, his, his wife... Is this the one that listens, doesn't listen to the podcast? That's right. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so he just was starting to court her. And that's a very fancy old word. Oh, is this the one that bought the fishing tackle box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so she comes along. It was my 18th birthday. Anyway, they they come along. um, Wait, sorry. For your 18th birthday, you went to the Faulty Towers dinner. (laughs) Yes. Jesus Christ. That was with my family. All right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. a lovely thing. Jesus. Okay, good. Okay, good (laughs) stuff. Oh, I'm le- I learned so much about you on these podcasts sometimes. <laughs> anyway, we were there. So, the, the, you know, um, I, I won't say her name, but uh, she hasn't really known us Thorpes for a while. So very, very new. So very, you know, well-behaved. You can't relax, you know, you're at that stage. Anyway, part of the Faulty Towers dining experience, I think, it, who's the waiter? Basil? Manuel. Manuel. Manuel ends up under the table. Yeah. And then like pulls out these like grandma undies. Yeah. And it's like like as indicated like the was wearing the oh yeah. sorry, I said her name. We'll have to beat that out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hansel. Hansel <laughs> takes him out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then um and then is it Basil? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who runs the place like comes out and is like, What's going on? Why are you taking your knickers off? And then like grabs her and like locks her out of the restaurant for about ten minutes. Yeah, and of course we didn't rescue her. We continued to eat our main course, but absolutely hilarious. And she's still in the family. She's still in the family. That's I would have left. I would. We actually had Manuel, the plank person playing Manuel, literally standing on our table at one point. Literally, literally, not even figuratively. Not even figuratively. That's literally, amazing. I'm very impressed by this story. Thank you. <laughs> Especially because it was your 18th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I've got a story for you. You got a story. Another story. <laughs> yeah, another story. Um, there's a man driving a combi van in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Have you heard this? I know. Tell, tell us. Really? No. So this no. is going to be 45 minutes. Oh. If I start this. I don't, we don't have that long. <laughs> it's his fucking joke. Are you joking? It's my joke. You know what? We'll record this separately and we'll add it up. You, you can record it separately <laughs> and I'll release it on a separate track. <laughs> Give uh, us another news article there, Kieran. That's that's what the, the people come to listen to this. I've actually had a few people listen to the th- this and go, the news articles you chose are fantastic. Oh, excellent! Not you, like me, as a but yeah. but us. But <laughs> that's great. I'll, I'll take that as a comment. Who are these people? I want to speak to them. Oh, you know. Do they want our autographs? I'll give them our own. Boy ten steals parents' car to visit grandparents sixty-eight miles away. Then tells police he is a dwarf who has forgotten his license. <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I bet you he was as tall as me. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make that joke. Ah, you got to beat people to the short jokes, man. <laughs> you know? A 10-year-old Norwegian boy who drove his parents' car into a snowy ditch offered an inventive excuse to police. 
He was a dwarf who had forgotten his driver's license. That's great. I know. Uh, he put his 18-month-year-old sister into the car. 18, well, so not only did he just go, yeah, I'm going to take this car for a ride. He's going to bring his little little sister along. Absolutely. No brother brings their sister along. <laughs> I don't even bring my brother along. <laughs> and maybe your brother should come to the podcast. Half the time... Oh, I've, I've asked. He's not coming on. Half the time, I, I, I don't... See, that's the thing. Different thing is... Jess wants to come and I don't bring her. <laughs> and now she's here. She doesn't want to go on. Oh, no. <laughs> nah, she, she's busy. <laughs> yeah, eating chocolates. <laughs> eating chocolates that Niall brought over. Oh. Uh, he drove more than 10, com- 10 kilometres. 10 kilometres. Yeah, before veering off the road where he was found by a snowplow driver who alerted police. The parents woke up and discovered that the children were missing and that someone had taken off with their car. Of course, the parents were pretty upset. The boy told the snowplow driver that he was a dwarf and that he'd forgotten his driver's license at home. He then said this to the police. Luckily, they were not injured and they have had a talking to. That's pretty good. Can you imagine if... If I did that, I would have been grounded for a year. Yeah. Can you imagine if it was the same snowplow drivers that were the ones that actually got rid of the uh, car that guy made out of snow? Yeah. From last (laughs) Like, geez, what a week. I've had some kids nearly uh, drive around in a car and then had to destroy a DeLorean. (laughs) Not the DeLorean. Oh, with a windscreen wiper on it. Ah, oh, well. That was a pretty good joke. Oh, I try. I tried to put it together. I tried to piece something together. Yeah. Pretty impressive. So, I would say most dwarves look pretty old. That must be one old-looking 10-year-old if he was able to get away. Because he got away with it. Like, he got away like... I didn't get away with it. He just got a warning. That's pretty good. That's still pretty good. I think that's a pretty good excuse for a 10-year-old. I wouldn't have thought of that. You know what? I, I mean, I probably wouldn't even have stolen a car because I would yeah, have been like, yeah, you know. You know what? I, there's two things I'm really impressed about. Why did he want to go to his grandparents? They must have had lots of sugar money. and candy. Grandparents always give you cash. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. No, but you know, I think you know what really gave him the upper upper edge in this situation. What's that? He's ten. Well, there's that. But no, I think having his little sister in the back. How did he drive ten kilometers? Well, there's that. But I think having that little sister in the back, he got pulled over. A ten-year-old thinks, "Oh, a ten-year-old's not going to have a, a little kid in the back." But a, a midget, or was it a dwarf? What did he say? Dwarf, it was a dwarf. A dwarf with a little ten-year-old in the back. Yeah, you can sort of see it going on. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. oh, a ten-year-old is not going to put his little sister in the back. I know. Right? I think. I think it's. I think he played it really, really well. Good on him, and I'm sure he'll be in politics in no time. Uh, well, speaking of politics, ooh, is it Trump Watch? Oh, uh, it's not Trump Watch. Uh, it's, boo. it's it's close. It's. It's it's something that's close to both of our hearts, I think. Okay. And I feel and this is something that's happening in the UK at the moment. And it's gonna go forward in April. Have you heard what's happening in April? In, in the UK in April? In, no. Oh, no. Maybe if you tell me. Okay. In April in the UK, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry to all our UK fans, you will now have to register an ID or a passport to watch pornography on, on the internet. Really? Yes. So you this is to, my serious topic. You for have the to day. register. You have to register. So I won't. I won't give you the whole long thing because it was actually quite long, and I tried to summarize it. But here is everything that, that we need to know so far. Mm-hmm. So the verification process: all pornography sites must use an age verification software of some kind to block 18s. But what, 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 happened, what happened to the thing where you just click yes, I'm over 18? Well, this yeah, is what that that is. I did research. <laughs> And I had to get past ethics boards. And how did I tell them that I had people who were over 18 doing my research? Not that my research was to do with pornography. 
but I that I had a yeah. click verify that I'm over eighteen, and I well, suspect that only eighteen year olds and yeah, above well, would would do that. Well, okay, why so, would they lie, Turch? So, why would they lie? So here's the, how the age verification thing. This is what I thought. This is what, that's what I wanted to know. It's the internet. Everyone can lie. Yep. You know, no one knows that you're a dog online. Correct. You know that picture? Have you seen that meme picture? It's like a dog. It's like no one on the internet. No one knows you're a dog. Yeah. You know, but it's the same sort of thing as this. I'm like, how are they going to know? What are they going to do? Well, for uh, age verification, um, you have they're, they're developing a world class portfolio of entertainment experiences. Blah, blah, blah. They're gonna for age verification. Mind Geek have developed Aged ID, where the company says expect to sign up 25 million people in the UK with all their details and something. So when you go onto sites like you know pornography sites, mm-hmm. you will uh, the ISPs. Can you just get around it using the dark web? You'd think that, you know, this is why it's a bit stupid. Or ISP saying yeah, you're from yeah, America. Yeah. But you would have to actually log into your age ID to go to these R18 plus mm. sites yeah. from now on. So, you know, all your favorite porno, porno sites would now have to sign in. So that's going forward. That's starting on the in April this, mm. this year. So going on that the, uh, the British Board of Film and Classification will oversee the implementation process and... If the internet service provider before... Which government's in power? Uh, Labour. No, Liberal. Liberal. Oh, they've lost the next election. Yeah, well... Oh, they have lost the next Theresa election. May? Is it Theresa May that's in power at the moment? Yeah. I think? Yeah, I think she's gone. Uh, so, yeah, and this blocks the internet service providers will be forced to block any websites not to comply and fines of $250,000 or 5% of financial turnover could be implemented. And that's a really big thing. Like 250000 for most of these big ISPs is nothing. But yeah, that's five, like five cents. But five, but 5% of your turnover, Yeah, that's a lot of cash. Revenue or profit? Uh, see, turnover is a, a loose sort of term. I have a feeling they're going to go for their... They have to go for their profit, but they might be from their revenue. Yeah, so if it was from their revenue, that would be terrible. That would be very terrible. If it's from their profit, I'll just make sure that I had no profit. Well, that's that's the goal every year, right? <laughs> Make a loss every year. So the kind of censorship that is blocked. Now, I don't know if you know about this. I know a lot about pornography laws in England because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Please enlighten our well, listeners. not too long ago, they actually banned face-sitting porn. What's what's face-sitting porn? So, you know when you're, the gentleman is lying down, or the lady, doesn't yeah, yeah, matter, yeah. And the lady decides to sit on his oh, face. Oh, right. Sorry. I'm thinking you're talking about like your face. Like, like oh, you're, sorry. <laughs> you're, filming, you're filming your face. Like you're filming your face or like webcam. Sorry. No, no, no. So face sitting porn yeah. is actually illegal to film and dis- distribute uh-huh. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously the question goes, what do you actually, what if the girl is, or the gentleman is squatting? Yeah. And Does not that sitting. Get, exactly right. So, obviously, there's loopholes, you know, it's all about yeah. wording and the snap. But that's something that happened not too long ago. But the type of sexual content that will be blocked will be uh, everything that's already signed the R18 certification. And the law you know also... Who has listen, the best job? Listen to The this guy one. that has to determine whether things are R-rated or well, not. Well, this, this is the thing. The law also covers works pr- uh, produced solely or principally for the purposes of sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a pretty broad term that is a very broad term because because an advertisement yeah technically could come under this now and for an advertisement to be on a bus now you might have to log in <laughs> i mean realistically what where, where where do you 
drawing the line on this as is almost impossible. As far as I'm concerned, nothing on the internet is sexually arousing as far as the UK citizens are concerned. Well, that's right. Because that's the thing, like... It, Let's just say, because some people are into very weird things. I mean, there's, I mean, some people are into furries. Mm-hmm. Some people are into feet. Some people are into Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's the real thing. Don't <laughs> even get me started. <laughs> but if I don't find it sexual, but mm-hmm. someone else does, can mm-hmm. I still watch it? Yes. Because under this, it's still R18. Yeah. Which is fine. But well, you're an adult. You're allowed to. Exactly you're allowed right. To- so all this sort of stuff is a very loose terms, and at the end of the day, I don't think it's actually going to uh, change anyone's porn watching habits. I think now it's just going to be people accessing. I feel sorry sites. for the thirteen-year-old who's yeah. really horny. Yeah, know? exactly right. They are going to learn how to use the dark web and get around it. But here's the big thing, right? And ISPs or whatever, you know. Here's the big thing, right? How if I you- used to watch Netflix from America when I lived in Australia. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. To that person who set that up, <laughs> but what, but what the big thing is, big um, big social media networks are not going to come under the same scrutiny. Mm-hmm. So you know you can find if you really searched a little bit, you know you can actually go on Twitter or Tumblr or Tumblr or Facebook or, or Pinterest, whatever you want, mm. and yeah, it's a Pinterest. <laughs> I wasn't going to call him up on it, but the girl did. <laughs> what is it? Pinterest. All Not right. Pine. Zoe. Do you know that I have for five years, you know my Vietnamese friend, Hung? Yeah. His name's actually Hung. And oh, we I've didn't been, want to say anything about it. And I've been calling him Hung for the past five years. <laughs> and it wasn't until this Shout trip. Shout out to Hung. <laughs> this trip that I went to Vietnam, someone was like, Kieran, it's, it's Hung? Oh, like, no, geez. no, it's Hung. And they're like, no, no, it's Hung. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so these social—that's right, Jezza. <laughs> these social media networks won't so far won't come under these same scrutiny. So what you're telling me is, like, Pornhub in the UK has now become social media. Well, that's that might be a way for them to actually get around it. Mm. You know, so that just might go. Oh, now now we're a social media platform, but you know, not that I peruse pornography websites very often. Am I right, Kieran? Very rare. Yeah, very, very rare. <laughs> but a lot of these have a community inbuilt into it anyway. What's that? A lot of them have a community inbuilt into it anyway. Mm-hmm. So now the distinction between social media website yeah. and porno hosting website, yeah. is the lines are going to actually come quite blurred. And I think this is going to be really... This is going to show how little governments understand about the internet. And it's going to set... It's either going to do two, one, one or two things. It's going to set the standard that's going to come around the world, which I don't think is going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. The internet's very hard to police. Yeah, and I think... And that's what they're trying to do, obviously, with the, with these laws coming through. Hmm. Or... Someone will just set up, like, a Bitcoin equivalent. Yeah, of course. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think now they're going to go, yeah, 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 just, um, you know, some internet, like, you know, internet ISP provider from Russia is going to come along and go, hey, you can just use our internet. It's, mm. it's this a little bit more expensive, but you can access the porn that's all you want. Mm. And it's going to work exactly the same. I so I'm very, wor- very I, worried for the guys in the UK. I'm sorry about that. If we can like, send you pornography in any way possible, please let us know. Look, send us an email on the We Only Do One Take Podcast. Print, we will send you some por- pornography. Print, <laughs> print is not dead. 
print is not dead. Oh, that's not the same, we, is it? We could Kieran. make our fortunes... Making what? Print pornography. <laughs> ...to send to the UK. Oh, well, they got rid of the uh, page three girls, wasn't it, for a while? Yeah. When my good friend, um, I won't say his name. Let's, let's, anyway, he was in Clarice. hospital. Yep. Who? <laughs> let's give him a random name. You can give people random names and just talk about them like that. All right. People don't Shaquille know. O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. Okay. <laughs> no, you probably shouldn't do that one because we might get sued. <laughs> Your friend Shaquille. Shaq. My friend Shaq. When he was in hospital... Um. He, you know, went to go. <laughs> Can visit you him. imagine Shaquille O'Neal gives us a call? His <laughs> lawyers give us a call. He said his name on the podcast, man. <laughs> We're gonna sue you for everything you got. Yeah, you can take a half bottle of, of Bowmore and uh, <laughs> half the box of uh, Quality Streets chocolates. That's all we have left. Anyway, take a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when Shaq was in hospital, uh, went to go visit him, and because I was, I was concerned, did he get he, attacked? Because he was in hospital. And I thought, oh, oh dear, you know, you can't, you know, you know, you can't, you know, you know what I mean? And so, because I came back from America. Can't get it up? Yeah. So when I came back from America, got him a 1970s Playboy magazine. That's Gave pretty, it to him. That's very bushy. Got him the Stroke Mag. It actually had um, um, written articles in it and I was quite impressed. Yeah, they do. They still do that. <laughs> that's a thing. I was quite impressed. Uh. It's a dying, dying form print, but print is not dead. Oh uh, yeah, it's it it is dying. I think it's just I think the convenience of um, online media and the convenience of, of of having things on a portable tablet that can hold multiple things. I think I think that eventually will take over. But you know, I work in government, so everything has to be printed out twice and then xeroxed in. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wonderful! Hey, KFC in England just uh, just did some fact checking. Yeah. Uh, closed more than half of its 900 UK outlets. That's sad. 900. So, what's that? It's going to And obesity it. went down by 2%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fried chicken chain. And, and chicken is 33% of the name. Um, it's true. They I'm ran, not going to lie. They, you're, you're right on the money. <laughs> they ran out of chicken, and it was due to delivery problems because they changed supplier. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I think, well, we do Steggles here. Or Ingham. I, can't uh, remember. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or Zionica. I don't know. Maybe. Did you also hear about the um, GPs that were doing their, their final exam? No. The doctors? No. So, sitting to get their Royal Australian something, yeah. something, whatever the letters after the name are yeah. in the alphabet. Um, first year that they actually went to use a computerized system. And for half the people, they couldn't get into like the, the sec- to the two sections. They couldn't get into oh, the second right. section. And so everyone who was doing the test, whether it was working or not, they got they had to stop them. Oh wow! Stop them and cancel them. And these a lot of these doctors or you know to be doctors had holidays planned, and they've now got to reset their exam. That's incredible. That's a, I had to do that for my um, CPA exams. I actually, I, the first test I did was written, and then they're like, "Oh no, we're only doing computer-based ones." And I actually really didn't like the computer-based ones. I think something internal about sitting down at a piece of paper with a test yeah. gets you in that mood much better than sitting in front of a computer. Mm. Because like in front of a computer, you're used to doing, you know, like I do work on it. Yeah, but you're it, used to looking at porn on your computer. Yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah, okay. You know, especially at work, they really love me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a corner office. What can I say? But it's you know, you have a corner office. No, I'm just, I'm just making a joke, oh. mate. <laughs> I wish I did. Oh. I wish I did. 
Do you share space? Yeah, it's all open plan. I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you a secret about open plan offices. What's that? You know that what? Don't fart. Well, there's that. Yeah, but you know that whole thing about like the whole thing about open plan offices is that's meant to encourage people to work together and share space and like talk and open open discussion, all that sort of stuff that Apple and Google want you to do. Mm. You know that? That's actually a lie. They've only do no. dead set. It's only to save space in buildings. No. That's an architectural thing. And they've just pushed it. They've just made up some phony research yeah. about how it's actually really good for people. And they find that most people, especially in IT and finance fields, actually don't like sitting next to people because they like being... They like their four walls. Yeah. Or they not only like their four walls, they like that peace and quiet, whereas something like an open plan floor actually reduces productivity. Oh, um, I can't get any work done. No, I can't either. Poor plan. So there you go. I, I was told by a top uh, top architect director that that was the case, and I found that fascinating, so I thought I'd share it with you. I knew you'd like that sort of stuff. There you go. You got another story for us? Um, oh, you, you got a st- you know what? Tell us about the film. Oh, the film review. Yes, yes. So I saw Black Panther. Oh, yeah. And have you seen Black Panther yet? I have not seen Black Panther because everyone's making a really big deal about it at the moment. All right. I, I, let, me, let, let me give you a heads up because I'm interested to hear your perspective. Yeah, of course. I didn't even know Black Panther existed until I got a phone call saying, I'm booked tickets to the movie. Do you Love want it. to come? Yeah. All right. No worries. Mind you, it was at Village Cinemas, Ugh. which used to be the top class not cinema. Anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Hoyts has really stepped it up. Yeah, Hoyts with their recliner seat. So the leg room was not great. So heads up, this isn't going to be a very good review. Well, you know what that means about that? If what? you're not going to give Black Panther a review, according to some articles I'm reading, you're racist. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be racist then. Lovely. But why, why can't you review what's going on? Well, what's- Rotten Tomatoes said that they will be filtering out any negative reviews about Black Panther because of potential white supremacists, like, you know, KKK members, white supremacists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if you have a look now, um, I think like it's got like a 97 or something like that. And the first negative review was by this Irish guy who reviewed the film, white Irish guy. And he said, film was pretty good, but not enough action scenes. It gave it like four stars and yeah. he got reprimanded. By no. by many communities on on Twitter because of his bad review. That's it. And then the other two negative reviews were from Australia. I'm like, of course they were fucking from Australia. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, here. but I'm not a, I'm not a superhero person. Film every time I see, I'm like, I don't, don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Not like you know, I've seen Italian Spider Man. Yeah. On YouTube, have you ever seen Italian Spider Man? No. You should watch Italian Spider-Man. It's the best thing ever. It's a bunch... All I know is I've watched that Italian nana who the the, the grandson plays tricks in her and she's like, I don't know. Do you do? That's, yeah. that's more of a superhero to me than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that for? Uh, oh, we should get like her on the podcast. Or do you want to get my nonna on the podcast? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> she'd bloody do it too. Let's do that. All right, all right. I'll work it out. <laughs> the um the 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 movie, the black so didn't know it existed, didn't know that it was around, um, didn't even know it was a Marvel film till I got to the studio. Oh sorry, not the studio, to the movie cinema. cinema yeah. And uh sat down um Ordered some popcorn and a bottle of water because I'm dieting at the moment. And I'm very impressed. <laughs> How big was the popcorn? Thank you. You know what? I'm now going to the gym three times a week. That's good. You're cutting down your food? 
Yeah, except for the, the KFC yeah, tonight. Point. That was just, you know... It's a one-off. Got home late and, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Don't laugh at me, Jess. I need you know support what? Next going time, to the gym. I know this is going to sound stupid. No, it's going to sound stupid. <laughs> Next time you have KFC, take off the skin. Oh, the skin's the best part. I know, but if you just eat... The, if you take off the skin, just eat the meat, it's a lot better for you. Touch. Oh, look. Touch. I'm trying to help you lose weight, mate. Touch. <laughs> I'm not going to... If I die tomorrow, I'm not going to die tomorrow... Got a eating a burger that just, I'm going to eat. A question, I'd rather leave like it was my last day. You know what we should do? Have the, have the I know this is going to sound real... F- you're doing your gym stuff. You're yeah. exercising three times a week. This yeah. and that. I'm exercising and stuff yeah. like that. How many push-ups can you do? I uh, know I haven't got up to push-ups yet. No, no, no. You can't do any? I don't know, like 10. 10 in a row? Yeah. How about we make a competition mm. in like a month? Okay. Just before I go away on holiday. Okay. We have a push-up doing competition. like, we, And we see... But on the podcast, yeah. we have some guests come on, yeah. show us, and we get a, a grand get, finale, a grand for, the finale for the season. A, a season of and the we have a How many up. are we doing in this this season? Oh, well, season one. I've got another month until I'm on holiday. All right, there you go. And so it's another three, four episodes or something like that. We'll get up to, it'll be 15, 15, mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few more. And we'll have a push-up doing, co- mean you, pu- most push-ups we can do, yeah, and that will be on the podcast. We'll film it and put it up. On and YouTube. what happens? Who wins? What's the what's the? Well, the, I think the person who wins has to write an apology for the other person. An apo- The person who wins has to write the apology. Yeah, yeah. So, so if I win, you write an apology for me, mm-hmm. uh, saying that I should never have, never have challenged you or something like that. Okay, you know that letter's going to be like pages but, and pages. No, long. no, but we have to settle it. Two hundred and fifty words. What? There's a limit? Yeah, we'll do two, 500 words. All right, 1,000 and it's in. Okay, 200 <laughs> words. 250 words as the apology forever challenging. <laughs> Up to 250 words, I'm just going to write sorry. All right. Anyway, I'm doing the mi- movie, middle of my movie review. Anyway, movie review. All right. All right. Push-up competition Push-up coming. competition. Uh, if anyone wants to get involved in the push-up competition, Actually, let us know the- and we'll get them on too. We'll, we'll challenge them all. There's got to be some rules. I think we've got to be at least two beers deep. Okay. Three beers deep. How about, how about every every ten beers we do? <laughs> every ten. <laughs> That's right. Every ten push-ups we do, we have to do a shot. Sounds great. All right. Three shots before we do the push-ups. <laughs> and then ten, ten push-ups and then a shot. All right. Deal? Anyway, Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, all right. I Let's brought see. it up. <laughs> That's, are we, are Black we? Panther. All right. No leg room. Village cinema. Go. Oh, Popcorn, bottle of water. You're losing weight. Yeah. Push up competition. <laughs> back to this. <laughs> and um, we didn't finish the entire popcorn because I'm on a diet. So, and the popcorn was, the large popcorn was shared as well. So, um, and I was very, thank you because I got a bottle of water, not Coke because I'm on a diet. So, I was upset about that because I didn't have my Coke. And uh, and ice cream. So this movie's not going off to a great start. Probably not. Yeah. Anyway, we sit, yeah, like Marvel. So I don't we care. we sit down once again. It's not reclining, so it's just terrible. Um, and I believe we were Noel and I were talking, you know, just catching up, talk, 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 and we got shushed. And I thought that was very rude because it was just the previews. Yeah, I don't like that. I well, don't like that. Yeah. Anyway, the movie started. Uh, I can't really tell you what happened because I can't really remember it. May have fallen asleep during the middle of it. Uh, overall, um, two stars. That's fair enough. See, I, 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 I think that I've had my fill 
of Marvel, like not just Marvel but DC, just comic book films. Iron Man, loved Iron Man. Yeah, it's interesting. but that was good because that was like one of the first ones in that sort of arc yeah. of like new things. There's something doing. like 42 or 50 more films coming oh. out from Marvel. I think that they're going to burn. I think it's like the Star Wars that's coming out. Like, you know, they're doing like eight films in the next like three or four years or something like something. Oh, it's like a that. business. You know, I feel like they're going to. And it's not for the diehard fans. Nah. It's for the, because they've got such great trajectory with it. That, like, the young people are like, oh, Star Wars, better go see Star Wars. I feel like they're going to get burnt out, and I think it's got the brand itself is going to suffer. Like, they should have left it at six. Look, a perfect example for me of this sort of stuff is always going to be Seinfeld. Because Seinfeld, I think, is not only the best TV show ever created because it was one of the funniest shows ever, but I think because after nine seasons, they went, that's enough. Yeah. And they put a stop to it. Yeah. And because they put a stop to it, they could work on every single part of it and say, make it the best they could. But with shows like, you know, with Marvel, obviously, I mean, they've got a hundred years of comic books behind them. Mm. Same as Batman. But the ideas have been redone so many times. The ideas are coming out. It's the same plot every film. Yeah, it exactly the right. Same plot. It is, there's a bad guy, there's a good guy, yeah. they fight, the bad guy loses. Exactly right. The good guy and survives, and, because and then there's that, another it, it's universe hard to keep, It's hard to keep an audience's attention, unless you're very invested in comic books. And I'm assuming that lots of people are invested in comic books, or, you know, the television shows and this and that. Because I've never been into that, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I just go into these films and go, oh, it's just another action film. Yeah. And if I don't get involved into the characters... Mm-hmm. Then I'm not interested. And a lot of the time, I'm, I mean, I saw what was the one, um, The Avengers, or, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty all right. It's got a couple of jokes in there. But I wasn't invested in the characters. And I saw Batman versus Superman and wasn't invested in the characters. And I was like, oh, this is all right. As an action film, standalone action film, heaps of fun. Yeah. You know, and I think people, but people looking, especially within Batman, for something else. Mm, and, mm. For me, I was like, well, it's a good action film. I mean, the fight scenes are pretty fun. You know, it's a comic book. You got you take everything with a grain of salt. You know, it's just a film at the end of the day. You don't want... I mean, a film like that, a Marvel film, is never going to win an Academy Award. A, a DC... A, like, a comic book film is never going to win an Academy Award. Mm, you mm. know, that's all what they're built. They're, they're big blockbuster it's, films. It's Same really, Star Wars. It's really good going to the cinema. If you've never done a Marvel film before, I think drunk. I would say so because, it, again... Especially on reclining chairs. You know what? Marvel films are trying to be the new 80s. <laughs> Marvel films are trying to be the new 80s, like, it's extremely macho commando films. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but they're trying... Like, that's what they should be aiming for. Oh, did you hear Sylvester Stallone died today? He but, died? Yeah, but then it was a prank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's an Italian icon. <laughs> Jeez, don't let it slide. I was on the phone to someone today and then I hear in the background, Sylvester Stallone died. And I was like, what? Oh no, it's a prank. Don't, don't, don't crush an Italian boy's dream. Don't crush an Italian boy's dream. Okay. <laughs> Do you, you know they've actually got a statue of Rocky? Yeah. Who is a fictional character. Yes. A fictional character in Philadelphia. Yeah, they do. I'd go see it. Would you go see I've it? I've seen it. I've oh, got a photo. Go. I've got a photo next to him. It's a fictional character. Yeah, but so what? And they've turned him into an icon. I think it's at some museum or something like that. Yeah. In Philadelphia. Yeah, but so what? 
Oh, have you seen? Have you been to Madame Two Swords? There's lots of fictional characters there. Yeah, but it's like it's like you know, uh, you know, when you're walking past. Madame Two Swords have fictional characters there. Yeah, it does. I don't even know what Madison Swords is. Mad- Madame Two Swords. It's a it's a wax oh, sculpture oh, place. Oh yeah, yeah, in, um, but that's inside. You know. That's like that's a thing where you like you know they're all going to be fake, right? It's like if you walk past, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, how many cross Jesus crosses and stuff? Look at Rio de Janeiro. It's got like a giant Jesus on there. Come on, mate! If they can have a giant Jesus there, why can't we have a Rocky? Yeah, but some people think that's real. Anyway. But oh. it's not! <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Spoiler alert. Don't read the end of the Bible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I, I, I like it. But you walk around the MCG, Melbourne Cricket Ground. Oh, we have statues of people there. Yeah, but they've actually... I don't know who they are, but they've done something. <laughs> they've done they've something good. amazing. They've kicked the ball. Right? And, and I don't know who they are, and I'm not going to pay any attention to them. They could have put a Rocky statue there for all I care. I would have happy, but happily had a Rocky statue there. That and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Oh, yeah. It'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Sorry, let me just take a advertisement break. This is Mountain Dew. It is energized. Should have got a crab juice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Sorry, Mountain Dew, you're no longer a sponsor. Crab juice is in! For, for all of those that are listening to this podcast and he can hear a pen clicking in the background, Jess was falling asleep <laughs> on the couch. And so I threw a pen at her. She's now she's now awake and now clicking the four pen. That is a big four pen. That you get four colours. That's black, red, green, and blue, and it is a great four pen for all your school or educational or writing needs. Or to annoy a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> one of the seven. Uh, I think we've got time for one more article. This is a nice quick one. This is actually one that Jess found. Oh. Being being Jess, it had to be dog related. Should we get Jess? At, no, I think, it's, I think we should uh, welcome. She, she, no, she can't. We should she's welcome a bit, bit preoccupied over there with the pen. To um, the chair, <laughs> to the guest chair, we'll promote her. Do you want to promote her? Do you want to be a CEO of the We Only Do One Take podcast? We can promote you to that. <laughs> no. Okay. I hold the position at the moment. I don't do anything. Right. <laughs> Except for you've got to sit there. Uh no, I don't. <laughs> so anyway, Jess has uh, allowed me to do this one for her. Uh, it's dog-related. All the, all the Jess's stories are dog-related these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a professional dog groomer, if you're looking to get your dog groomed, uh, <laughs> get in contact with Jess. She does a great job. She really does. She can do uh, even Wog's back hair. So if you're into that. <laughs> has she done your back hair? Yeah, before. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's fine. Get rid of it. Not with the dog crew. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Did you know. go into the dog's grooming place? or I offered. Yeah. But she goes, I would do it in the bathroom. Okay. You know. <laughs> this is what a real couple looks like. <laughs> you know who loved What's story? so funny, Jess? What's so funny? So anyway, I know you like politics, and I and I, I, I know I, I apologise to everyone because we will get to the article. Ooh. We just seem to get bogged down in details. <laughs> in details. <laughs> I know you like politics, Kieran. Love, and politics. I think that we've finally found. I know you want to run for politics one day. Yeah, but I think we've finally found the solution that you don't even have to do any work and still run. Oh, brilliant! And work it out. Brilliant. Owner files paperwork for dog to run for governor. And says canine cares for all except squirrels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, you ever heard, ever heard of a pet running, uh, pet dog running for office? 
Well, perhaps it's time you met Angus P. Woolley. Angus's owner looked into some laws and rules related to running for governor in, uh, in Kansas and decided to put his best friend in the spotlight. After reading through some of the bylaws and requirements for Kansas governor, he realized his dog could run for office. But the uh, but uh, despite the research, the state board's election uh, board of elections isn't having any of it. <gasps> we officially will not allow a dog to run for governor. Uh, there are several laws that reference the governor has to be an individual or a person, so we're relying on that. If the dog the dog comes into office, we will not allow that. Uh, so he Angus cannot legally run, but uh, Terran has uh, which is the owner has no problem sharing the qualities that would hypothetically make his dog a winner. Ah, proxy. I do believe that he's a caring, nurturing individual who cares about the best for humanity and all creatures, other than squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, boo the squirrels. Uh, So anyway, and there there is a video. I should post the video up on our Facebook group. What what about cats? You know, dog and and cats don't get We don't want a cat in charge. No, no, I meant dog. No, we don't want a cat in charge. No, I meant the dog not liking cats, cats and squirrels. No, just squirrels. Just squirrels? I think that's a fair thing. I hmm. think he's gone, you know what, I'll make peace with Because the cats are domesticated. Squirrels, not so much. You know, cats... I think he's very progressive. <laughs> you know why I like cats? Because you've got to work for their love. Nah, see... see you got to work for it. Nah, see, I already have a girlfriend. I already have to work for that love. I like a dog because you can put a dog and a girl in in the boot of your car, leave it for an hour, and the dog's still happy to see you. <laughs> girlfriend, on the other hand, not so much. I like that in a dog. I like that. <laughs> Sometimes doesn't, it's comfort. And with dogs, it doesn't matter what you've done. They love you. They exactly love right. you. Yeah. To a degree, though, both uh, girlfriends are, and dogs, as long as you give them some food, they'll be happy. I'm happy if I get food. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> All boyfriends, apparently. If I get food, I am, I am. That is the way to my heart. Just feed me. Oh. And when I go to your house, Church, you always put on a lovely antipasta. Antipasta. Pasto. Antipasto. Pesto. Pesto. Yeah. I put on the salami. homemade salami. Oh, amazing! Got to bring it in. Got to bring it in when it's ready. It's coming up. Yeah. Is it salami season coming? Uh winter. Winter. Early winter. Right, have right. you done? Have you done the tomato tomato sauce? No, yet? we stopped doing that a number of years ago because the grandparents are getting a bit old. Oh no! But um, I'd like to do it one day. Maybe maybe we can we can um we can actually do it. it does take it takes like two days? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a big event. It's a proper day. Yeah, proper two days of work. So yeah. if you, and and you don't make like you probably make you make a shit ton. You probably make two hundred liters. Yeah, per family. Mm-hmm. And that lasts you about it, you know, a year, mm. give or take, depending, mm. depending on how hungry you are, oh, yeah. how many people in your family. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't even make sauce, you make passata, so you still have to make that into the sauce. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's like the stage before. There's so, a stage before sauce? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a full process. This is what I, was, I think Niall was talking about this. He's like, you know, oh, I just, I think he sent me a Snapchat once, like, oh, which sauce should I make? And he had two things of Dolmio, and I'm like, just make it yourself. It's not that hard. He's like, go oh, fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, short walk, I might add. We all, apart from the Italians in the north, we're all short, mate. That's just the way we're built. I'll, I'll, you know what's going to be funny? You, you, you really oh. farted, and you really farted again, but I'm going to add in another fart sound effect. I didn't really fart. Bad. Really that. Hey, no way the mics picked that up. Oh, 
Okay, I'm going to do a quick... I think we should wrap it up. It's been a, over an hour now. Uh, I'm just going to do a quick uh, stats report. Drum roll. Okay, over... I, I, I looked at it just before. Over 650 listens on uh, SoundCloud. We're averaging 50... Um, about 50 an episode. 50 an episode, which is really, really good. Now, most, um, probably our most popular. There's two most popular. So I'm not going to count our first episode because that's been up there the longest. And most yeah. people start with that one, which I don't recommend. Please start with our one with the What's Only a Bugle because I think that's one of our funniest episodes. Yep. And also do, listen to the one with MQ, which is also one of our most popular episodes. So definitely mm-hmm. both check both of those out. If you're going to get a friend onto the podcast to listen to it, check out those. Also on... on iTunes, the average listener has listened to um, an hour and a an hour and a half, mm, hour and a half, yeah, half a bit longer, um, yeah, which is really really cool, and I think um, yeah, so the, and I think there's an extra listener at the moment, so thank you to all our listeners out there, thank you, and in fact, I will record a special, and it's going to be called the Combi Van Story. Excuse me, <laughs> don't swear to my listeners. <laughs> uh, the Combi Van story and... Fuck off. <laughs> this is going to be just me and the listener. And I'm going to tell you the most beautiful, romantic, sophisticated, glorious, funny, especially funny, hilarious, outrageous story. Yeah. And it's going to be great, and they're going to be. It's going to be life changing. Lovely. It is going to be so life changing. I will organise to record all that and, and get it up on uh, and it, on the and SoundCloud. And it, and, and and it, it's a journey, so you've got to. You got, I actually need someone to to be there because obviously it's a it's an active process. So yeah. Questions have to be asked. Um, what are you doing? Just, just, just want to volunteer for this? Oh, look, I'll come along. Do you I'll, want to volunteer? I'll, I'll, I will, because I will have to audio edit it. So <laughs> I will come <laughs> along and listen to it once and ready to go. Um, and then add all sort of stuff. So, nonetheless, Kieran, thank you for another fantastic episode. Lucky 13. Lucky, We're going to count yes. as lucky. Jess, thank you for being... Oh, and... And audience, there's a whole bunch of people back there. Thank you so much for being in our giant audience today. And uh, we'll be back next week with a very special guest, which is actually booked in 110%. I actually talked to him today, which is very exciting. Because we, with listeners, we did have a guest, but due to emergency something, yep. something, something. Yep. yep. It's just Turch and I. It's just, yeah. Turch and I. But, yes, next... Next week we've got a really cool guest coming on. Next week could be a little confrontational. I I guarantee it will. So, I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit back... I'm going to sit back at that episode because I feel like I'm not going to have to talk. But nonetheless... <laughs> If you want to get uh, hear about here and get his ass beating debate a hundred and ten percent about every single topic, am I going to lose? You're going to lose so I'm bad. Gonna lose. <laughs> I, don't uh, even, I don't even know what the topics are yet. But how am I going to lose? You're going to lose. I'll tell you this after the show. But nonetheless, Kieran, thank you so much for a great another great episode. Thank you, Dutch. And we will see you next Thursday. <laughs>